Warning, this episode contains mentions of mass graves, abuse towards mental patients, mental illness, and suicide. Listener discretion is advised. Just off the coast of the city of Venice, there's an island just about as large as 15 acres. And even though it's small, it's teeming with violence, fear, and some say, evil. Hey, have you heard about the island of Povelia? Hello everyone, welcome back to Hey Have You Heard About? As always, I'm your host Maddie and joining me today is my sister Claire. She's back. Yay. Familiar voice. Familiar voice. Very familiar voice. Okay. So this is our yearly ghost episode and I'm so excited. I'm I'm excited as well. I am um, 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 a little little bit of a a fear of ghosts. (laughs) I think they're kind of spooky. So it's justified. Justified spooky <laughs> belief in ghosts. This is an interesting. This one is like part ghost story, part history. Hmm. European history. We're going over oh. the pond. Yeah, it's very interesting. And if I shout out, I, I have a couple of students who I've told about this this ghost story and they seem very interested so shout out if any of my students are listening hey y'all hey. <laughs> you might recognize some of these points that i'm fixing to talk about because we have talked about it in class there you so, go i feel fun. like european ghost is going to be exciting yes because i feel like each country has their own little subsect of ghost I feel like in america it's like rootin' tootin' slash evil <laughs> Um, slash evil and in european it makes me think of like a like a macbeth type situation it's sort of yeah this isn't too much of a macbeth type situation but we'll we'll get into it sort of the same era but we'll get into Mm -hmm. it okay so before we get into today's good news and then the story here's everything you need to know about the podcast so if you like what you hear and you want updates about the podcast we've got a twitter and an instagram you can follow those at hhyha podcast i'll post like little clues about upcoming episodes keep you all updated and when episodes are coming out all that kind of stuff if you're interested in supporting the show directly we do have a patreon for one dollar a month you get access to episodes a day early so for instance i'm publishing this on the 15th this month you'll get it on the 14th which is pretty fun there you go there you go and for seven dollars a month you'll get access to final thoughts which is a video series that i do based on each case sort of my own opinions and all that kind of stuff just i mean really short videos but fun you know Stuff that I may have left out, all that kind of thing. Bloopers. Bloop, no, no, no bloopers. Also, for $1 a month, you get access to weekly updates about the podcast. So what I'm doing this week to work on it, you know, what cases I'm sort of thinking about, all that kind of stuff. So really interesting stuff, for sure. We also have a Teespring merch store. If you go to teespring.com slash hey, have you heard about? All the money I make from the merch goes straight to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. I don't get a cent of it. You know, it's just a way to give back because we talk about really heavy situations on this podcast sometimes Mm -hmm. and I think you know making sure that we're giving back to the community and helping out kids who might be in some of those similar sort of situations is uh, a really good thing 
Plus, you get some cute merch out of it. So yeah. check out our Teespring store for shirts, stickers, notebooks, phone cases, <laughs> pillows, all that kind of stuff. Amazing. Amazing. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do some more merch and I want to figure out somebody to commission. But at first, I need to figure out what exactly I want <laughs> for do you merch. you want me to do a commercial? Okay. Sure. Are you looking to get a completely new closet and furnish your apartment and get a new phone case? <laughs> well, hey. Have you heard about <laughs> that? was good. Thanks. That was really good. <laughs> good job. That's a little voice acting treat yeah. for bonus. There you go. <laughs> little bonus. Oh, leave us a review on iTunes if you or Apple Podcast is what it's called now. If you like what you hear, those really do help. And I read every review and they help me improve. So yeah, I think Plus, that's everything. Uh-huh. If you like a specific case, uh-huh. maybe we'll do one similar. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I do have a lot of people giving me suggestions about stuff. So I'm trying to debate what next month's case is going to be because we're going to be back to true crime. But we'll see. It'll be a wild one, I'm sure. (laughs) You know how it is. Okay, so that's enough of housekeeping stuff. Let's get into the good news for this month. This article is titled pollution in the mississippi river has plummeted since the 1980s a new study says which is fabulous very fabulous so it says in the very first paragraph paragraph quote by the numbers the effects of the clean water act on the mississippi river have been nothing short of amazing now a new survey looking at more than a century of river chemistry reports reports brings the full value of the act interview like never before as early as 1909 people had been testing the mississippi river for like Mm. bacteria lead oxygen all that kind of stuff and it was shown to become filthier and filthier into the 80s understandable until the 80s when the clean water act kicked in basically the author of the study eugene turner he examined water quality from around four sites near where it drains into the Gulf, where the river drains into the Gulf. Mm -hmm. And he said that oxygen concentration, which is necessary for aquatic life to survive, Mm -hmm. rose in three of the four sites over the same period, though the site farthest from the sea changed little over the last 50 years. Lead pollution could be described as almost non-existent. Dang. Which is wonderful. Yeah. And in 2011, environmental agencies actually stopped surveying the Mississippi River for lead because the minuscule amounts in the water remained the same for a period of about 10 years. Wow. So, I mean, to go from gross Mississippi uh, River water to, like, at least in lead's case, you know, non-existent mm-hmm. is wonderful yeah and it's just a great way that we're continuing to sort of help our environment and make it better all the animals all the animals are good Hmm. all the people Uh uh-huh all the people are good too i mean it's just i think that's a bit of good news is that we are slowly starting to sort of clean up these areas that we should have been cleaning up you know years ago but i'm glad that we're making headway now and everything's all good indeed so that's enough good news uh that article is going to be in the show notes or the description depending on where you're watching or listening if you want to check it out it's really interesting so let's get to the bad let's get into the bad news yeah so claire you know that there is a certain ghost show that i love yes and that ghost show is ghost adventures 
with the fascinating Zach Bagans, yes. who haunts my nightmares. And dreams. No. <laughs> They're all nightmares. They recently launched Discovery Plus. Mm-hmm. And all of Ghost Adventures is on there. Every single season, every single episode. How exciting. <laughs> yes. So um, I got a subscription and I started... Ghost Adventures is like my comfort show. I watch it when I'm stressed, which is probably one of the reasons I'm stressed, if I'm totally honest with myself. But, you know, I was like, let's do a throwback. Let's see what it was like in the early seasons. And I came across this story on Ghost Adventures. Uh Uh-huh. And it's fascinating because as far as I'm aware, Ghost Adventures is like one of the few people that have been to this place (sighs) in years so credit to Zach Bagans. Credit for to the Zach idea. Bagans. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I told you guys, if you listened to the last episode, I told you guys Zach Bagans would make an appearance in this one. Amazing. I uh, know. Okay. So, Claire. Yes. Have you heard about Povalia Island? No. No? <laughs> don't even know what that word means. <laughs> I mean, I know what island means, but I don't know what Povalia means. Povalia Island. Okay. So, Povalia is an island it is about the size yeah, yeah. Of, it, listen you ready uh it's about the size of sheep's meadow in central central park so it's not that huge yeah it's not a big island Time. it's between venice and lido italy okay so we're on the boot yes we're on the boot like i said it's a fairly small island and in its entire existence here's just a couple of things that it's been known to be used for mm-hmm. Exile. Okay. Plague victims. Is this where Napoleon got put? Yes. Oh, He didn't okay. get put there, but I mean... Where he went? He was... Yeah, he stayed there for a short time. I was just wow. about to mention that. Well, uh, I it was also I do know something. <laughs> you know something. Um, yeah, it was used as a stronghold for weapons hmm. uh, during Napoleon's time. It's also used as refuge. That was actually the first thing that it was used for. And then hmm. an asylum... Oh. Oh, yeah. So. I think I know where this is going. One tiny island, all of these bad vibes. Yeah. You're going to get some spooks, you know? It is. I would. Yeah. I think you'd get some spooks. Mm-hmm. So we're throwing it back to 421. Hey, good year. <laughs> good year. So this is really the first recorded time that Povalia was used just as an island. So mm-hmm. like, I mean, it was an island, but it was actually used, you know, as a place of it always existed. It always existed. <laughs> but this was when it was used as a refuge before all the bad stuff happened. Right. 421, men, women, and children moved to Pavalia to escape invaders. I, I can't quite remember. Some of the sources said different things hmm. about, I think it was maybe the Normans or some. It was somebody who was invading. Everybody was invading each other back then. It's so true. It's hard to... To nail it down exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just know that's what it was first used for because it's, it was a small island. So, I mean... Who's going to check? Yeah, who's going to check? And is it really worth the fight to have like a tiny plot of land? You right. Know? Mm-hmm. That was the perfect place for these people to go. True. People actually lived on Povalia for a while and it thrived until hey. the community decided they outgrew it and they moved on. Oh. That's the last bit of happiness on Povalia, unfortunately. <laughs> Exciting. Yeah. During the 1300s and the 1600s, this is when the plague rolled in. I was wondering when the plague would come <laughs> into play. Well, here's the plague. Oh, good. So, real quick, I we're going to touch on what the plague is because it's a fun topic to talk about. 
That's a good time. No, 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 it's okay. So the plague, it's mostly, or it's called the bubonic plague. Right. It was a disease that was brought to Europe originally in the 1300s. That's when the first wave of it came through, and that's what we traditionally call the Black Death. Mm-hmm. By a rat, right? Yes. um, It came in on ships, which were carrying rats, which were carrying fleas. Oh, no. Oh, no. From the Black Sea. And they landed in Messina, and that's how the infection began to spread. So you would get these things called buboes. I know, really gross. And that's how you would figure out if, you know, you had the plague, was these buboes that appeared. More often than not, under your armpits which is not a fun place. Yeah, okay, yes. I've seen an episode of a medical procedural where this girl was diving and she found this like bottle uh-huh. and then it broke. And then, all I think it was house, but all of her family thought that she got the plague. Uh-huh. And then it turned out that it wasn't. But they were like, is it the plague? I think. I don't remember that so completely. Gotcha. But I remember that. Interesting. <laughs> well, yes, the, the boobos. Are, are yeah, and it was boils. under her arm. That's yeah. how they found it. Yeah, that that's traditionally like how you know that you have the bubonic plague. Now, like the other two versions of the plague, I can't quite remember exactly how you know they have those two, but the bubonic plague was like the most widespread and famous yeah. kind. So other symptoms would include fever, uh, chills, nausea, all this stuff. It's okay. Claire's Claire's looking at me. It's okay. I just really do not like sickness. Yeah, I I get it. You're suffering during this time. Hey, yes, this past year has been quite a journey. (laughs) I will. (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, the good news is nowadays we have treatment for the plague. And so if you get it, it's really easy to treat now. Right, yes. So don't worry about getting the plague. Oh, right. We're okay. Thank you. (laughs) We're fine. My worries are qualms. (laughs) There you go. We're all gone. But back then, treatment for plague victims was either, you know, isolation or... Leeches. Leeches. Eventually it was like, you know, cutting the buboes and all that kind of stuff. But mostly isolation. So during the 1300s and the 1600s, when the second wave of the plague went through. Really, the 1500s was the second wave, but Mm -hmm. there were at least three major waves in Europe. During the first and second wave, residents of Venice, when the plague came through, they were like, we have all these people who are sick and dying or dead, and we don't have anywhere to put them. Let's put them on that island over there. And so Povelia became one of several islands that they would use to send plague victims to, Hmm. to either die or get rid of the bodies and stuff like that yes okay so when they would get over there they would take the dead or very close to dead and they would burn Mm -hmm. them because that was their way of treating the plague bodies Mm -hmm. pretty much more often than not 90 percent chance you would not come back from povelia if you had the plague (sighs) and it's to the point they burned so many infected people that it's believed that 50 percent of the soil is ashes oh yeah no yeah oh no yeah really bad so it's an estimated 160,000 infected people lived there at one point i mean not at one point but like overall yeah overall which is just crazy that is crazy you know i think it's the testament of the devastation of the plague as well yeah because like dang that's a lot and just in that one like area you know not even overall total yeah that's the people who were affected by the plague yeah this is in this one tiny island exactly it's wild i mean like i said this was 
one of several islands that they would use for, you know, this kind of stuff. But I, I think the fact that it was so many people on such a small plot of land mm-hmm. is what's the craziest part of this, you know? True. But again, like, that was all they knew how to deal how with to this kind of stuff it. because yeah. they didn't they didn't know what else to do when it comes to the plague. I mean, well, what a sad... What can you do? Yeah, literally, what can you do if you're back in the day? It was estimated, again, that around 500 people died on the island because of the plague per day. And this is something mm. that Ghost Adventures really hammered home and like Zach Bagans put on a plague doctor mask and <gasps> no. all this kind of stuff. Oh. And that's, that's when you get the famous line from the intro that's like, you're reaching your final destination. Hell. And oh. it's like, yeah. Oh. If you've seen Ghost Adventures, you know what I'm talking about. We got one. We got one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So the fields that they used for these, these places where they would burn the bodies, mm-hmm. it is said... <gasps> that you can see people running in the fields or walking oh. around in the fields, not only at night, but during the daytime as well. Wait. Yes. Oh. And that's ooh, spooky. I know. People have often reported also hearing screams from that area, which is not as pleasant. No. People have reported hearing just a lot of sounds from that area. Mm-hmm. Like I said, seeing apparitions walking around these fields, apparitions wearing, you know, plague stuff. Like, well, plague stuff and then outfits or clothing from these time periods where the mm-hmm. plague swept through. Mm-hmm. So it's very fascinating. And I'm especially interested in the fact that it was it happens during the daytime as well. Right. Like that's that doesn't happen here. Yeah. Well, it feels like if somebody cuz I don't know how I feel about ghosts, but I feel like if you see a ghost in the nighttime, that you could just be like, well, there was like a shadow or like the light came through my window weird or like I saw like a bed frame and it in my sleepiness I thought that it was something but during the day I feel like that's a little bit different you know Uh, yeah it's hard to deny if you see like Hmm. a figure walking in a place where there should be nobody walking right which we'll we'll talk about in a second so yes Polvalia as Claire mentioned was also used as a site for Napoleon to store weapons during mm-hmm. his time period. That, that's sort of what happened next in Povelia's history, is it became a place for Napoleon to store his big bad weapons. People couldn't take the island, so it was actually a perfect place. Like I said, it was also a small plot of land, so it'd be a good place to hide something, right. you know, weapons mm-hmm. and stuff. But battles were still fought at its shores, which just added to the the violence and the really dark history of Povelia. Right. And so people think... That because of this and because of the plague victims and all that kind of stuff, it has made Povelia this huge mass of dark energy, quote yeah, unquote. Like cursed ground. Or exactly, whatever. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not only that, I didn't I didn't write this down, so forgive me if I'm a little bit wrong, but I, I rewatched the Ghost Adventures episode last night mm-hmm. and they briefly mentioned it. But not only that, but Povelia's waters were also used as an execution place for oh, thieves no. and <gasps> villainous oh. people and all that kind of stuff. So even more so not a good yeah, place. That's a lot of like darkness yeah, surrounding exactly. this, one, this one place, little area yeah. off the coast of Italy. So yes, just like not a not a good place. No, not a good vibe. Mm-mm. To make that even worse, Povelia 
around the 1900s was used as a mental hospital, an asylum, mm. where all of Italy's most unstable people went. And they were not treated well during that they time. They were very much not treated no, well. No, no. So 1922, around that time period, that's when the hospital sort of was built and hmm. opened. Patients of all kinds were placed there. I believe, I couldn't find a reliable source about this, but I believe Mussolini also placed his wife at the asylum <gasps> oh and of wait, course it wouldn't have I been the 20s remember... it would have been like the 30s when he did it yeah but... but i think i remember reading in history that he did that yeah you know yeah hmm. so it's like on top of all things mussolini's got to be involved with this island too go. i guess so yeah so doctors did a lot of really of course nowadays we wouldn't have approved these methods but like lobotomies and stuff like that happened just unpleasant stuff Mm -hmm. there was one specific doctor who very much loved doing lobotomies on patients and just treated them horribly gosh and the legend goes that he would use a bell tower to do his experiments on it and Mm -hmm. one day Apparently, a ghost got so angry that he was thrown (gasps) from the tower. He did die because he fell out of the tower. Right. But legend says that angry spirits of his former patients threw him out of the tower. Goodness. I know. Wow. Like vengeance or justice. Exactly. Whoa. I mean, you know, if we don't want to believe in ghosts, maybe he he probably jumped himself or whatever, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm. But... If we want to follow the legend, which is much more interesting, interesting and fun. Yeah. You know, not fun, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. According to the legend, before his body hit the ground, he turned into fog. <gasps> Wait. Uh-huh. That's kind of neat. I'm, it's, <laughs> it's kind of neat. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm just, okay. I'm picturing it in my head as if it were like a movie. And, huh, that kind of makes you go. Huh. Yeah, like you just did. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. I know. It's very... I thought you were going to say that he turned into a bird. No, 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 no. But I think fog is... This isn't Greek mythology. ...more fitting. Yeah. 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 Fog is more mysterious. Yeah. Fog is more spooky. Did he disappear into the fog, or was he turned into? You know, I guess that's the question. Uh, that is the, the question indeed. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, you know, I couldn't... I mean, obviously, they probably found his body... Because, I mean, how else would they have known that he died? But right. I like to believe that maybe he turned into fog and then... Maybe briefly and then came back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. We're on the same page. Mm-hmm. So, interestingly enough, that tower is no longer here. It was there in the Ghost Adventures episode, but it's no longer here. I think it huh. finally collapsed. But, allegedly, you can still hear the bells tolling Ooh. sometimes at night. I have to ask, what is this island used for now? Like, how often do people go there? Not at all. Is it just like a tourist, like if you want to see a ghost type situation? I mean, we'll get into this like a tad bit later. The island is officially closed. Like, no, I mean, you can take tours. I found a tour, a boat tour, where you can go around like Mm -hmm. on the water around it but the italian government has closed it in Hmm. recent years so maybe honestly they took the tower down to sort of dissuade people from going maybe you know maybe Mm -hmm. i mean i don't know 
that's that could well, be a have to ask yeah. the Italian government. Yeah, well, I'll call them and ask them. Okay. Yeah, let me know. I'll let you know. So eventually, of course, when people realized the conditions at this mental hospital, they finally closed it down, and at that point, the island was abandoned. Mm-hmm. You go there. I mean, you can't go there now, like I said, but you can go to Venice or Lido and like see it. What? <laughs> Yes, you can go to Venice. You can go to Venice. (laughs) That's not close. But you you can go to Venice. But you can go to these places and you can still see it. Hmm. And the ruins of the hospital are still there. Yeah, it's very creepy. They're like in total disarray. People have reported, again, seeing figures walking in front of the hospital and around it. People have reported hearing screams from that area. Even during the daytime, they've reported this. Again, the classic demon possession happens every now and again. If you step on the island, apparently if you also you know, step on the island, you become cursed, <gasps> which is not a good vibe. No. Not, you don't want to be cursed. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go either. That's kind of scary I'll go look at it, but I don't want to go touch it you know yeah love to go to venice yeah Um, love to go to venice (laughs) which is open see it in the distance (laughs) right if it's closed too i guess if you see anybody on that island even just like through binoculars you're like hmm you're not supposed to be there exactly Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so maybe that's helped fuel all the ghost stuff yeah so like i said people not even people patients at the time who made it off the island had reported seeing shadows and hearing screamings from the fields where the plague victims were oh dang and now like that legend has also moved over to the asylum remains as well Mm -hmm. of course interestingly there is also a strange shift in the electromagnetic field around the island Hmm. as well now if you're not into ghosts as much as i am and you don't know the science behind ghosts right so allegedly when there is some type of energy or spiritual ghost energy and all that kind of stuff apparently there's a shift in the electromagnetic field in that area you'll see like if you were to watch a ghost show you'll see them carrying around this little things that are like "Ooh, look we're gonna test the electromagnetics and if there's a shift that probably means that there's a ghost so there's no electronics on pavalia anymore yes any type of electronic doesn't exist researchers they probably don't even have a cell tower (laughs) they don't They don't have a bell tower either. (gasps) No, but researchers have recorded very odd electromagnetic fields around the entire perimeter of the island. Mm -hmm. Like beyond the perimeter, everything's normal. But around the perimeter, it's weird. Despite there being like no source of electricity, Mm -hmm. which is even weirder. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like this random island outside of Venice is just bizarre. I mean, it's almost like their little Bermuda Triangle, you know? Huh, yeah. If you think about it. Yeah, it's very weird. Italians won't go there. Mm -hmm. In the Ghost Adventures episode, when Zach Bagans would go up and ask Italians, be like, hey, like, what do you think of Povalia? They would refuse to comment. They didn't want to have anything to do with (gasps) Povalia. That's kind of scary. I know. And so Italians don't go there. They say that people shouldn't attempt to go there. Anything like that. Very smart. The government, like I said, forbids visitors. Yeah. As far as I'm aware, the only people that have been there in recent years are the Ghost Adventures crew. Oh, yeah. The researcher that they brought with them. Hmm. And another show called Scariest Places on Earth. Ah. Those are the only two sort of groups that have been allowed there Hmm. in recent memories. Legally allowed there. Because I'm sure people have gotten there illegally. Probably. Boats won't go near the island unless you pay them a lot of money. So. So. Pay up. 
Yeah, exactly. Pay up. I mean, there are, like I said, some boat tours that will take you close to the island, but it mm-hmm. will not take you directly on the island. I did find a tour website that said that they could take you on the island, but it was not too legal looking, like I said. Ah. So the Italian government, when they were experiencing financial issues in the early 2000s, they actually mm-hmm. put Povelia up for auction. <gasps> Uh uh-uh this was like a huge public outcry everybody was like don't literally don't yeah don't do this oh no this is not a good idea yeah leave it alone Uh uh-huh don't mess with the bad juju that's over there you know right and as far as i'm aware the auction for povelia has been in limbo since then i mean somebody better make a bet i know i don't think anybody's offered any money for it and Mm -hmm. if they have it's been shot down povelia might still be up for auction I don't know. It's pretty spooky if it is. Yeah. I bet one day we're just going to hear in the news that like some celebrity bought it. Yeah. And who would buy it? Who do you think would buy it? I mean, the first person who came to mind was Nicolas Cage because I I know that he bought that house in New Orleans that was run by that very, very bad lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he's a solid option. Uh I feel Um, like Kanye West might too. Solid option. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Who else? I think those two would be the top contenders. Maybe, like, to be funny, like, somebody, like, a comedian, be like, haha, <laughs> like, did you see this? Look yeah. what I bought, you yeah. know? Or like, Zach Bagans might. Yeah, wait. You know, he seems like he'd be the type to buy it. Yeah, he could live there. I don't he think could he has his museum. Money. Yeah, keep him over there. He can stay over there. I was going to say Jerry Seinfeld, but I think that's <laughs> better. <laughs> I think that fits more. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so one day you might hear Povelia Island has been sold to insert somebody here Mm -hmm. now here's the fun nickname this is the last fun fact that that we'll talk about today and is it even really a fun fact yeah this is a a nickname that the italians have given polvelia they call it the island of no return so that is the story of polvelia and the spirits that haunt it what are your thoughts well, I have to say, because she knows I'm a scaredy cat, mm-hmm. Maddie said, hey, before we get going, like, this is going to be a, a story about ghosts. Is that okay with you? Mm-hmm. Just to make sure that I didn't, like, back out because I was panicking, which fair. But I thought it was going to be more of, like, this one specific ghost haunting this one specific, like, property. Uh-huh. But I kind of like this more, that it sort of is like this. There's these three direct instances where ghosts could have come from, and they could have come from all of them. <laughs> and now they just haunt this whole little area uh-huh. off the coast of Italy. Uh-huh. I think it's not fun but interesting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I th- and I think that pretty much sums up Povelia as like a whole, you mm-hmm. know? It's like, even though we can't go there mm-hmm. and I don't want to go there, no. I want to see it, you know? Like I want sure. to go there, quote And like unquote. learn more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I mean, it seems like a very fascinating place. And mm-hmm. if I do ever end up in Venice one day, I do want to like at least see it. Sure. You know? Yeah. And if I say that, you know, probably Italians are like, oh, crazy. Maybe you know? the boat tour is a little too close. Yeah. For me, I wouldn't take the boat even. tour. Yeah. Mm-mm. But just looking at it. Yeah. But then I think that would freak me out too. I think I'm not even going to like Google a picture of this because I think that would freak me out too. Well, I've been looking at pictures Whoa. for the past few weeks and I, you know, 
Just it's just a building over there. All right. All right. Okay. I caught my eye on you. Okay. Okay. That's the end of the story about Ovalia. Hooray! The island of no return. So spooky. I know, very spooky. I, I was like really this. excited to have like I'm. I thought this would be a fun ghost episode theme or topic. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, it is very interesting mm-hmm. and a little bit of history mixed it in. It does. Too. It feels like it's a historical thing. More than like a, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm sorry it was a short episode this time around, but I just wanted a chill one after the one we had last month, which was, oh, oh, here's an update. I, yeah. Alec Manassian, who was the guy that did it, has been found guilty. Yep. So he's officially going to jail, which is wonderful. I saw that happen a few days ago. Yeah. I mean, at the time of recording a few days ago, it probably is a few weeks now. But I thought that was interesting because y'all had just talked about that. Yeah. I was I was pretty excited when I saw like that that headline. That was, I mean, it was the first thing I saw when I got on Twitter that mm-hmm. morning. And I was like, yes, thank mm-hmm. God. Right. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So, yeah, just a little update about the last episode. So that's some good news. That's some good news, too. That should have been the good news. There you go. Oh, well, I'll remember that for another time. Maybe the next episode we'll hear that, like, Povalia was, like, cleansed or something like that. <laughs> cleansed? Yeah. Like, spiritually? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's hope for that, then. Let's hope for the good news about Povalia within the sure. next month. If you want to keep up to date with the podcast, feel free to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at H-H-Y-H-A podcast, you know, just to stay up to date and reach out if you want to, you know, DM me or anything like that. With a story. With a story with idea. With an update. Ooh, yeah, exactly. If you want to support the show directly and get more weekly updates, feel free to pledge to Patreon. Like I said, a dollar a month will get you episodes a day early, as well as weekly updates from me. I post those every Monday around 8 a.m., depending on, you know, if I have time to write them by that <laughs> time. So I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better at it. And then of I'm course, not even awake by 8 a.m. most times. Well, isn't that nice? That's a life I wish I had. Mm-hmm. So definitely check that out. If you would like merch, if you want to support the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children and get some fun merch, check out our Teespring store. If you just type in Teespring, hey, have you heard about it, should pop up. Um, Like I said, I'm working to get some new designs, trying to decide on what I want. So yes, we're we're working on it. It's a progress. It's a work in progress. If you have anything that you want to see, like I would love a hat. I love a good hat. Like a beanie or like a snapback? Like a dad hat, like a baseball cap. Okay. I'm sure they have them on this. Uh, I bet I could figure out a fun design for that. If you want a hat, put it in your review of this episode. (laughs) Just Just say, I want a hat. Say say your star rating, and then in the comments say, ah, yes, I would also like a hat. Or if you are on YouTube, just go ahead and comment like hat or something like that. And I'll, I'll, I'll definitely try to work something out if you put an exclamation point that means that you want to have more yeah exactly so put, two explanation two explanation points you really want a hat really really want a hat i'm about at a three myself oh, okay i really want a hat okay i'll work on it then i'll figure something out maybe something <gasps> oh what if it's like a little ghost i bet i could draw up a little ghost and do it that way that could be cute an idea yeah there we go Nothing set in stone, but anyways. <laughs> so again, one last time, thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it. I love you guys so much. I hope you have a great March. Woo. And we will see you again in April. Back to our true crime stories. Hey. So see you next time and goodbye. Bye.